Hey, hey, my name is Kirsten Galfan, and I'm so glad you're here. We'll be chatting and getting pumped up about how to make your life better and healthier, and sometimes easier and more fun too, right? I get to coach and train people like you almost every day, and we bring the fun, accountability, and results to where you're at right now. We'll be here weekly with a fun and crazy mix of inspiration and application, incredible guests, and your quick Friday victory lap. You are here at the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. All right, I'm so excited to have you jump into this episode. You're going to learn so much. I, while you're listening, think about what specific questions or challenges you have in your workspace. And I would love to do a follow-up episode with Katie on any of your specific questions and challenges. Also, I would like to go into working out from home. So working and working out from home, but of course you can apply this uh, definitely to your workspace if you have an actual building you're going to as well. I stay to the end and I'm going to share with you what wins I've had since we recorded this podcast and hopefully that will inspire you to take some action as well and I want to hear when you do. So also at the end of this episode, there's a free resource that Katie um, has for us as well that I want to make sure you get your hands on. All right, listen in. Enjoy. Hey, hey, Katie. She's back, everybody. The My friend, physical therapist, extraordinaire, mom, coach. You do a lot of things. So I'm so thankful you took time to have this conversation with us today. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. So today we want to talk about if you either work from home, which we've had a lot of people doing even pre-pandemic, but now a lot more, if your uh, place of work has gone to a hybrid model, so you're working from home sometimes and you're in the office sometimes, or last kind of group of people is if you have control, any control over your workspace, I think this would also be a great conversation uh, to listen to for tips and tricks and ergonomics and thoughts from what you've been seeing in general um, with your PT work and kind of, um, friends and everything like that. So you ready? I am ready. Okay. So the first question I have is, are, are you seeing some dysfunctions as far as the way we move our body or the way we hold our body due to more working from home? And if so, what are they in any like practical things that you um, would give us to work on? What do you sure. think? Okay, so I would say the biggest, the biggest one that comes to mind is spine pain. Um, I don't know if it's more neck or more low back. Probably more neck, honestly. Okay. Neck pain, arm pain, symptoms into your arm and hand um, are the biggest ones that I see. Now I specialize in spines, so that also might be why I'm seeing it versus like more shoulder pain or like carpal tunnel symptoms. And I don't have any statistics on, you know, like prevalence of pain. That might be a good thing I can get to you later, but, um, but that's what I'm seeing. And I'm seeing it 
a lot because if you think of like a typical person on a laptop, all of our minds are going to go to like that hunched position, right? Because you got to get close to your screen. You're probably sitting on a your you know your bar stool at your yeah your um, countertop or your dining chair, which neither one of those are really great workspaces. That's not what they're designed for. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just adding wear and tear to your body. Simple mm-hmm. fix would be position changes. So, I mean, obviously a home office would be the great option, but not everybody has the ability to do that. So then the second best would just be frequent breaks and position changes, especially if you're somebody that's stuck at your computer for eight to 10 hours a day. Sure. With- so, okay. So position changes can be something to start to become aware of. And like getting stuck in positions that you notice, oh, my head is forward or I'm hunched or stuff like that. And if you're not going to do a full remodel for a home office, what are some suggestions and thoughts on that? Um, For me personally, I have noticed and see if you can speak to this. In for a couple different options, but like I, you know me well, Katie, but I, so I can't stay in one spot very mm-hmm. long. So I like to have options for yep. where I can work from. So, but that also presents problems because I find myself in this weird position for much too long. Yep. And so do you have any thoughts if we're not committed yet to a full like remodel, what are some things to start with? from a seated position. And then do you have any thoughts to have like stations or even like, here's my seated option and here's my uh, standing option. And then I'm going to tell you what I have and you're going to critique those because it's going to be hilarious. So lots of ideas. So I guess for a seated option, as much support as you can give yourself. So if that's putting a towel roll or a lumbar support in the chair, if you are sitting on like a bar stool type, making sure that your feet are supported. So sometimes Ooh. your feet will dangle yeah. down, which can create abnormal strain and stresses through your back and even your neck. So if you think of your pelvis mm-hmm. and your back as the foundation for everything that's above it, right? You want to have good support yeah. there. So even if you're okay. not having back pain, but you are having neck pain, giving yourself good support. Okay. Um you know, sometimes it's even as simple as I had a patient once where she was exclusively remote and had a laptop because her job required her to travel. But then when she wasn't traveling, she would have to be home, like typing up her reports and doing her work. Um, so we talked about just like a wireless keyboard that she could sync to her laptop just to improve like the distance that she could put her computer away, her laptop away for the screen for viewing. So you're not hunched over and then you can type in a normal position. So Um, if we're trying to get our screen at the correct position, talk to us about that. So usually just using books. So like, let's just say you're sitting at your dining room table, putting your computer, your laptop, um, the screen up on books is a really inexpensive, easy thing to do. Most of us still probably have college textbooks around. So (laughs) those work well, because I don't know anyone that's still actually using their college textbooks. (laughs) <laughs> They're just there because so, we can't get any money for them and we feel bad throwing them in the right. garbage. <laughs> um, so we want to use those as props to bring it up to eye level. Exactly. And now I wouldn't use not- these. I mean, you could use these as permanent solutions. That would be fine. But basically um, something to prop it up to eye level, something to give your 
arm, you know, get yourself in a good aligned posture and good posture. There's not like, Oh, I have to have everything at a 90 degree angle. It's something that you can be comfortable in for an extended period of time. Right. So, and, and not have pain or discomfort from after. Um, Okay. So, so foot support, arm support would be another good one. So if you can have armrests, like let's say your dining chair, you're choosing the one without armrests, but you could easily use the one with armrests. Okay. Giving yourself that support. And then the other option would be um, making sure. So if you are a person that gets stuck in funky positions for an extended period of time, because you just get distracted by work, setting a (laughs) timer. So whether it's on your phone or um, your computer, and then also standing whenever you can. So let's say, you know, you're going to have work divided up by meetings or phone calls, whenever you're doing even zoom meetings, a lot of times could be done standing. Yeah. Um, right now I chose to stand just now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really not affecting our, our interaction at all. Like if you were sitting or standing, I can't, it's not like, Oh, Kirsten's standing. This is so weird. Yeah. (laughs) If it would be weird for you to stand, you know, obviously you want to make sure that your environment is is professional, right? But especially phone calls, there's no reason why you can't get up and walk around, right? Um, and if it's a lot, and you, if you, you know, if you need paperwork in front of you, then you don't want to walk too far. But if it's something you can manage to just, you know, pace a little bit or move around, there's nothing wrong with that. So thinking about how you can do your break up your day differently too. Sure. Oh, I'm on the phone now. I should stand up in those little yeah. kind of cues for yourself. Mm aside from setting a timer, it kind of becomes more of a habit. Oh, I'm talking on the phone. I can stand now. You need to get something so that you can be hands-free too. So like I use my um, AirPods all the time. Like if I'm at home and I'm maybe trying to clean or get dinner prepped and I need to be on the phone, I will just pop in my AirPods and then I'm not doing that weird crooked Uh neck thing. So even thinking about how you can be more um, techie And you can get, I mean, they're expensive, but they're also inexpensive compared to MRIs and all the other you have to go through. So um, if you could get something to be more hands-free on the phone or on during meetings, that would be helpful. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Another one, I guess, a big one would be, you know, if you are using your phone a lot, especially if you're working from home and it's like, oh, it's just easier to do meetings and read stuff and check emails and respond to emails on my phone. Terrible Mm -hmm. idea. We all know that's like a terrible, terrible position for anybody's neck and hands and arms. So mm-hmm. making sure you're doing that on your computer or okay. a better device. Um, okay. So those are some simple tips. Yeah. Right okay. So correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but how I'm processing this is first start with, if I'm going to make an investment in something start with hands-free options for talking on the phone mm-hmm. and then also a really great chair, mm-hmm. right? Because yep. I can get creative with bringing my laptop up or not. Um, yep. What about the position of my hands when I'm typing? Because I did notice this because I have like different setups <laughs> for different things, right? So yep. if I'm having a Zoom podcast, like we are now, I have a couple different options. And if I have a seated option, then I all of a sudden start typing on my computer. I'm like, this is a weird position to yeah. be in, but I don't know what the correct position is. So again, is I mean, the kind of rule of thumb I go with, even though there's probably more technical ways to measure this yeah. would just be something that's comfortable. That doesn't cause okay. pain when yeah. you're sitting there. So 
final on my laptop, for example, it's probably not the best positioning for me, mm-hmm. but I'm not there for very long either. Okay. So I can be in and out of that position. So okay. it's comfortable for while I'm there. Uh, okay. At work, I have the option of sitting and standing and I have adjustable height desk. So about 90 degrees for your elbow would be a okay. good kind of rule of thumb. Okay. And then like a comfortable resting position for your wrist. So you don't really want it to be arched back too much to type. And you also don't want to have to come down onto your, uh, you don't want to be too low, you know? Okay. So yeah, that's v- really vague. I feel like this no, is that's very fine. Vague, so what about shoulders? Shoulders down, right? Yeah. Shoulders relaxed. And then a 90, about 90 degree with your elbows. I think that's good. And a pretty neutral with your wrists. Yeah. Okay, cool. So if you find that maybe your elbows have to come up to give you a neutral wrist, that's probably not great positioning. So it also can be a trade-off too of if you are in discomfort and you find you're hiking your shoulders to get your wrists in the right spot, Okay, you know, may need to lower your workspace or raise your seat. Um, And then there was something else, but now I don't remember. That's okay. It's all right. It'll come back to you. Yeah. Uh, I have more questions. So no worries. Uh, Okay. So let's say, oh, okay. Magic wand me. And I know it's going to be different for different people, but if you had a magic wand that you could sprinkle your uh, physical therapy pixie dust on us, how, like, let's take an eight hour day for someone working from home or today happens to be a day that you do at least some working from home. Taken from an eight-hour day, what would be magic wand status of when you would want most people, how much of that time to be standing, seated, how much time in each thing? Yeah. I like your idea of if I'm speak, if I'm talking on the phone, get up, walk around. Another thing that I try to do is we're all, at least from my experience and what I've seen in other people too, is I feel like we can be in a better state of mind when we're moving our body anyway. Mm -hmm. And so even if you're just walking slowly, especially if you can be outside, Mm -hmm. like the meetings that you could take outside or walk around, be hands-free, you know, have a walking meeting, it's going to be great for everyone a lot of times if it works out. So I want to encourage people, if you're listening, to say, okay, what would make sense to make walking meetings. And this doesn't mean you have to be like, oh, I'm getting such a good workout. Like I am getting breathless. No, it just, you know, moving your body easily. I feel the least amount of pain in my body when I'm just like moving at a gentle pace. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't find myself getting stuck in a position because I get like really excited or intense about an idea. And I'm like, oh, And then I don't even realize I'm holding my breath or I'm getting in this weird position because I'm so into whatever I'm doing. Right. So that is a very long question. So let's get back to my question. What are your thoughts of her magic wand of how often to be standing up to be walking or a frame of reference for that? What do you think? Yeah. When I'm working with my patients, I usually say every hour change position or like if it's somebody who's dealing with pain and let's say after 20 minutes, they'll start to have pain. I try to dose standing or changing positions before the pain. So mm. maybe every 15 minutes, but if you're not having pain and discomfort to, as more preventative, every hour is usually pretty yeah. good. Otherwise okay. it's interrupting your productivity and your ability yeah. to get work done. Sure. Um, 
So when we're dealing with pain, it's okay. pain specific, right? Okay. I can't, okay. I can't stand for more than an hour. I can't sit for more than a half hour, whatever it is. I'm yeah. Move. Um, okay. that's good. If though, I usually say every hour, that's kind of a okay. good rule of thumb. You can set your timer. Cool. And then, and then as far as how, how long to stand or how long to sit, I mean, that's again, really tricky depending on what you're trying to do. Preference. So at least giving yourself yeah. that break every hour, okay. you know, get up, yeah. go to the bathroom, get up, go get a snack, go get a drink of yeah. water, go walk around, come back 15 minutes or less should be enough to, and then if you have to go back to sitting, that's fine. You've at least changed position and moved. Okay. Um, but if you can change every hour, you know, all right, I'm going to stand for an hour, I'm going to sit for an hour, I'm going to stand for an hour, sit for an hour. Yeah. That would yeah. be fine too. So I think it comes down to kind of like everything else in the world, right? You kind of have to figure out what works for you yeah, and then do yeah. it. So here's the recommendations. Right. Take this and mold it into what works best for yeah. you. Um, I love but, that. And I love that, like trying to experiment with prior to any sort of pain. Yes. And being aware of that. your body. I mean, I think it all comes down to two. What does your body need? Here's the guidelines I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does your specific body need to not, oh, I worked for eight hours at my desk and now I can't move, you know, now yeah. I'm off work for two days. Right. So, um, trying right. to prevent that. And then the other thing too, there's probably going to be a better spot to put this, but I might as well say it more than once. If okay. there is somebody who's really struggling, they can't quite get their set up. Ugh, Katie gave all these great suggestions, but they're so generic. I Google everything. It's so generic. A lot of, um, physical therapy places or occupational therapy therapists, both are trained in doing specific assessments. We'll come to your, a lot of times we'll come to your workplace. Uh-huh. Um, there's usually a fee associated yeah, with it, but they'll, sure. it's a workplace specific fee. So if you have, okay. you know, multiple coworkers that cost is usually per hour. Mm-hmm. So that can be a really affordable way to get people in, make some recommendations and get really specific about the changes that need to happen for your workspace. And that's the other problem is everybody's workspace is different. If you're working at a counter, you know, bar height countertop compared to somebody working on their couch, like with a TV tray, like there's a lot of nuances that need to be adjusted and your, your type of work. Um, you know, sometimes it's as simple as being like, oh yeah, when I'm on the phone for three hours or I'm on hold for an hour, I can be walking around. I can be doing this instead of just staying stationary. So I think some of these things can be used and some of them more specific change. I think that's so good. I love that. So at my standing space, well, one of my standing spaces that I like to use, it's a very hard floor there. So Mm -hmm. I have one of those mats and I'm going to sound like a whole person, but to put a mat and would you say, is it better to have shoes on or shoes off? Mm. Again, um, so I think the mat, the anti-fatigue mat is really okay. important or some type of support. And okay. then I think if you have the support, shoes could, you could go either way. Okay. So sometimes yeah. shoes are good. Sometimes shoes aren't good. I mean, yeah. I just don't want to wear shoes all the time. Yeah, neither do but I. Some, there's sometimes you need the support. So yeah. even if you have like a supportive slipper or you're a person that really likes to wear like a supportive flip-flop in the house. I think that you could go either way. I know some people will have like indoor Birkenstocks, which give you a little more support, Uh um, or like the Birkenstock, like slipper style. Um, so I, I don't know that you have to wear shoes, but again, if you feel better with them on, then wear them or wear something that gives you more support. 
especially if you're somebody that's standing a lot, I would go with like, if anything, oh, should I wear shoes or do the mat? I would do the mat. I mean, even for doing dishes, like those are nice to have. (laughs) I know. I love it. Okay, cool. So um, what are some like things that your clients are, your patients are constantly complaining about? Because our complaints often hold the best opportunity for this transformation. Can you think Mm. of anything? No, they're so specific to the person. Okay. Um, so I, I know in a lot of cases, I guess, whatever my person, my patient is complaining about, and I can think of a few examples, which I can give, Mm -hmm. um, usually if we can address that, like, oh, every time I turn to look at my screen on the right, it's causing problems. Okay. Well, how can we accommodate that? instead of forcing you to turn to the right, which will still work on that, can you get your monitor in front of your face? You know, can you adjust your workspace to accommodate that problem so that you're not having to do that repetitive movement? Okay. I would say it's usually related to repetitive movements and something that has, or using a mouse. So Mm -hmm. that would be another one that I, I hear a lot, like every time I use my mouse, so your mouse positioning, which again, you want that comfortable 90 degree, kind of a neutral wrist. Yeah. Um, they make a lot of variations for mices, mice, mouses, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, mices. I love it. <laughs> so they make like a slider bar. You have that lovely little, instead of a formal, you know, mouse where you're holding it with your wrist and clicking with a finger, you have the keypad style yep. now. Yeah. Um, there's touch screen options. So okay. I would say, you know, utilizing technology the best you can, if that's an issue. Yeah. Um, and just making sure it's in the right position. You know, sometimes people are reaching way out or have it off to the side and that can be problematic. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like it. If you have the, I know everyone doesn't have the opportunity to have this kind of control over their space, but if you have the opportunity to have your standing space and your seated space be the same in the same spot yeah. is that better like one of my friends said she's been loving she does has her standing desk and seated like she just yeah. like brings you it can up just like transition and brings yeah. it down boom it feels very convenient to me but then I don't know um I would say yes I would say a hundred percent that's probably the best because if you think of anybody that has if you're working on something well now you gotta haul your stuff yeah, true. You got to move a computer potentially. <laughs> right. You have to make sure you have two computers, two printers, printer hookup. Yeah. It gets really complicated when you're trying yeah. to move from a sitting to standing position. But that being said, if you have it where, okay, I can go to my dining room table and then I can go outside and sit at my patio table, you know, if that works for you and your job, then that's fine. I think yeah. if if it's something where you're kind of stuck in the same spot all day, having your station set up the way you need it, and then just change between sit to stand is definitely the best, the easiest option. Right. Sure. Okay. So I can answer this too, from my perspective and the way I interact with my clients. And I would love to hear your perspective, but if we could in general, and this is super general, and I know Mm -hmm. I don't love to do it this way and you don't love to do it this way. But for most people that we see, what, as far as like workspace and, you know, their work life, 
as it mm -hmm. relates to like their space and how they're interacting with their space ergonomically, things like that. What would you tell them if you could say like, I would just love for you to boom, move, move, <laughs> yeah, change yeah. positions and move, move, change your positions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I would say like, you, you alluded to this earlier that, you know, you might think that you're like, you are worth investing in, like invest yeah. in something that's going to work for you and just do it up, you know, right. try it. You know, you can baby step into your investment, but to go ahead and keep on trying until you find something that works for you, that you can move more that you can maybe do. If you're working from home all the time now, do a walking commute and that's yeah. like walk around your block and then start work. Right. And you can be like, boom, here we go. And then go ahead and give yourself those little breaks. You know, I love the thought of when I'm talking on the phone, I'm kind of like moving around my space. That's just mm -hmm. something I'm choosing to do and see how that works that you said earlier. I love that all. So we're yeah. saying move more check in with yourself and invest in so you can feel good and and be good and be healthy because everything in your life including your work will be better because of that yeah and I would say don't don't hesitate to seek help too if you are mm. stuck on something and you feel like oh my gosh there's 300 different chair options and 400 yeah. different mouse options and five thousand different sit to stand desk options you know that, and if you are, especially if you are having pain, go see a physical yeah. therapist. Maybe it's just yeah. going to be three or four visits. Yeah. Take care of your pain, get a better setup. Because even if, you know, a lot of times we have patients where the only time they have pain is work or hmm. work exacerbates their pain. So, yeah. I mean, we can't get rid of work, that would be <laughs> nice, right? But how can we make your workspace then better. help you heal? Because if that yeah. keeps clearing you up, then that's not going to help either. So, so that would be the other little bit that I would add is just do something to help take care of the problem until don't let it get to be a problem that you have to take care of. I love that. And so I was going to ask you offline, but I'll just go ahead and put you on the spot right now. Okay. So if I want to, and maybe before this podcast comes out, I can send this, like I'm thinking about, okay, I should get in a nice chair for me myself yeah. when I'm working from home to have a nice chair. And so I want to send you some links to be like, what do you think, Katie? And if anyone else finds that helpful, I can include that in when I send out, you know, the hump day, when the podcast yeah. comes out or even in the description. Um, but, you know, I just wanted your thoughts and, or is that so specific to the person that you wouldn't want to? I think I could, I could probably make some suggestions, try to make some suggestions. I think yeah. the biggest thing with the chair is you got to sit in it, right? Um, so like what's going to be comfortable for you, isn't necessarily going to be comfortable for somebody else. And you also won't know until you sit in it, get okay. your adjustment set up. Like, oh yeah, I like this chair. Um, yeah. So that was so, really, I would say. So you're saying go in person to go shopping for a chair. That's Ideally, or order okay. like four of them from Amazon. So, you know, you can send them back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Good to know. Good to yeah. know. Thank you. That was a total simple answer. Like in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to be looking online, blah, blah, blah. But yes, that totally makes sense. 
Yeah. You want to be able to sit there and see how it adjusts (laughs) and see if it really fits you. Cause the last thing you want is, Oh, everything fits except I'm sitting four inches off the floor now, you know, and I can't lower it because of the type of chair I bought. So yeah, because of the range. Okay. Perfect. That sounds great. And, um, yeah. So anything else that you want to say, I feel like this was so helpful and I'm yeah, good. I feel like we did this fast and furious. I mean, it's That's really awesome. just, it can be really simple, I guess. That's the only other thing I would say. It, sometimes I think people get overwhelmed by all the options and all the choices, but just start small, start simple, get help if you need it. Um, and I mean, that can even be a simple Google search just to give you some ideas, but yeah. seek out a professional if you're stuck or struggling and especially if you're dealing with pain. Yes. Okay. Those were the takeaways. I hope you wrote those down. If not, go back 30 seconds, go back 30 seconds and write those down right there, Katie. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I always love hanging out with you personally. And when we get to do our work um, collaboratively, that makes me super happy as well. Um, So on livefitnessinspired.com slash PT, Katie is all featured there. And You've written some amazing articles for us in this community that are completely free that people can use as resources. So I was just a few weeks ago doing a presentation and I look, I was referencing your article and even put it in my presentation that you wrote for us. Nice. It was just so good about kind of going through, um, I'm trying to remember now, but just like I think it was a stressing or a stretching or a postural mm-hmm. kind of protocol that yeah. you, that is on the website and it's just brilliant and so good and so helpful. So thank you for taking what can be overwhelming and simplifying it, making it accessible for us. And I feel empowered. So I, I'm thinking about next steps for me in my space too. So I hope other people feel the same. Sounds good. Thanks, awesome. Kirsten. And so if you want to reach out to me or Katie, um, a good spot to reach out to, honestly, is to go to livefitnessinspired.com slash PT. And there's a little um, thing in there that you could populate and let us know if you if you really like something stood out to you or you want to communicate with one of us up on that, or if you want to communicate with Katie on that, awesome. Reach out to us. Thank you. Thank you. You rock. You're a star. Have a great rest of your day. (laughs) Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. All right. So my takeaways is I actually penciled in a time to go to the store and try out a bunch of chairs. It was so fun and hilarious. And so my takeaway with the chair was I didn't really think about or realize to have a chair that both feet are on the ground, preferable with um, armrests. I was like, what is that word? Armrests. And so I got an awesome chair and it's ended up being a gaming chair. But the other thing that I noticed when I went and sat in different chairs is I wanted to have good lumbar support. And I think Katie mentioned that. And so that was something that each one felt a little different to me. And then also one thing that I work with people on when we start getting that forward head position and kind of the rounding forward and shortening the chest muscle, I wanted a chair that I could, every once in a while, notice 
if I was doing that, when I'm doing that, and then just take a break and either like stand up, shake it out, or, and or, both things, sit up a little taller with good support and go ahead and press my upper body back and take a posture break in that way and kind of correct for the forward head. All right, so the resource you can get to for a written resource that Katie wrote for us is if you go to livefitnessinspired.com, go to resources and read. And so Katie has an article there that is phenomenal about what we talked about today. And again, if you want to reach out, please let me know what follow-up questions or challenges you have. And if you want to hear about working out at home as well, some things that, I mean, we've been doing in Fitness Inspire for, for since the pandemic, right? And now what's really cool is we're choosing it now. We're choosing it. And so we're building systems in our home building our schedule in our home to make it conducive for that goal of working out. And for me, it's working out most days of the week. I know I'm going to feel the best that way. If your baseline is different than mine, cool. It still is very, very beneficial for you to say like, okay, here's my baseline. Let's get some support and let's See if we can bring that above the baseline, but don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. So reach out to me, livefitnessinspire.com. Get in on our signature program. That's our group workouts. I do some very, very, very limited personal training, but the group workouts, it's not like your mass produced workouts. It's a community feel. I get to see your form and you get to see my form. So the way I do it is very conducive for that. And we have accountability coaching. So it's a hybrid almost between personal training and group environment, not to mention all the other components of the program that will give you the success that you want and you need and will keep you going strong. So I'm getting all fired up because you know I love doing this and I love helping you meet your goals and make goals that are going to make your life better, right? So don't let's, I had this habit of like picking goals out of the air, not when it comes to fitness and stuff, but other things, just grabbing them right out of the air. Don't do that to yourself. Um, I'm trying not to do that to myself anymore. So when you need support or you need education, do let's do that in getting goals that are really going to make your life better and healthier. All right. You did it. This has been another episode of the making changes you love to live with podcasts. I think, you know, already that I love, love, love helping people just like you become stronger, brighter, bolder versions of yourself. I see something in you that maybe you don't even see yet. Okay, so I just want you to like soak that in and receive it and be like, yes, yes, she's talking to me. I can't wait to warm up with you with a little fitness inspired warm up on Friday to get your blood pumping and do a victory lap on your week. Let's finish with this amazing song by Kaylee Joy. And the intro song is her amazing work as well. So 
woo woo, let's do this thing. I love the sentiment of the song and I hope you enjoy it too. Again, thank you for being here. You listening, you sharing your story, being a part of this community, sharing episodes with friends, sharing this podcast with friends. It just makes a world of difference and allows this to happen. So get it, get it. Have a great day and enjoy the song. This is real life. No other way.